0: Real Goddess Discovering Your Divine Destiny by Cherie Sandel Episode 13 Serving With Your Heart Real Goddess is the most important thing you can know about in your life. It's the end goal of all we become in this life. A wise man said that in this current day and age, women will be seen as different and distinct in the happiest of ways, and that a large gathering of women will rise up in strong numbers, dividing the wicked from the good. And I'm here to rope you in, sister. So there's a man that I highly respect that was talking to a group of young men a few years back. And one of the young men in the audience brought this information back to me. And I thought it was really interesting because it was about serving or knowing what the next right thing was to do. And this man that I highly respect told this group of young men, If there is a choice whether you should do something that you think is good or not, why would you not just do the thing that you think is good? What would stop you? Why not just do that good thing? Even if you don't know if it's the next best right thing or if it would be in your best interest to do that next, if it's a good thing, then why not just do it? And I had a different kind of reaction than you might think because most people would say, that's right. If it's good, just do it. That just totally makes sense. Just do it. But I had a different reaction. I thought, yes. And this man who I highly revere and respect has never been a mother in overwhelm. I mean, let's just be truthful. He hasn't. This man has run a university and actually brought it from a college level to a university level. And I highly admire him for that. But he wasn't at home making everything better with the kids and with the neighbors and with anything else that his wife had to deal with, which could maybe lead into overwhelm if you don't know how to manage that. So I'm talking about serving with your heart, which is opposed to serving with your mind. All right. So doesn't matter if I just serve with my head cut off. Yes, because pretty soon you will be the one that needs to be served if you don't learn how to prioritize serving. So I read this scripture, which I really loved, and it talks about good things. Every good thing which inviteth and enticeth to do good and to love God and to serve Him is inspired of God. And it is given unto you to judge that you may know good from evil. Sure, every good thing that inviteth and enticeth to do good could include a lot of things. Everything that inviteth and enticeth, try to say that four times fast, you to love God is a little different than to do good or to serve God and is inspired of God. So this has to do with losing your life to benefit God, which is not necessarily man. So, I'm going to put it out there that when your ego gets involved, it's actually not really service because it's you're trying to actually gain something from the service or to think of a swap that maybe could be made. Well, if I do this for them, maybe they will do this back, which is really not true serving, but I didn't know that for a lot of years. So, how do you know what is a way that you might serve God? How do you know? how to choose that priority in your life so that you're not serving with your head cut off. Well, here's another scripture that I really like that says, The Spirit of Christ is given to every man and women that he may know good from evil. So now that narrows it down a ton. When I finally realized how to do this, to lose my life for Christ's sake, I finally figured out That the serving window of opportunity is actually fairly narrow when you do it according to Christ's spirit in you. That speaks to your soul so that you know how you would serve best. And also that inviteth and enticeth to do good that serves Christ and God. So that window actually becomes fairly narrow. An example of this might be, I used to just sign up on any list possible to be able to say that I've filled my serving quota so I would sign up to clean up the church I would sign up for bringing food to a funeral I would sign up to go bring my family to do some kind of a service project for somebody and I would hope that that's going to be good enough that that God's going to say oh yep you did it you you met the quota of serving good job So then I ran upon another man that I highly respect, but that is a fairly new person in my life, which was a therapist who had said, It's not really about whether it's good or bad or righteous or evil. It's about are the things in your life that you're wondering if it's good, like how might I serve or how might it affect me, comes down to is it useful? So I always use the example of bread, bringing a loaf of bread over to the neighbors. So I may think that that is what qualifies a good neighbor is to bring a loaf of bread to them. Well, what if that neighbor doesn't really care about your bread? Like to me, who could not love fresh baked, homemade, whole wheat, honey, honey, whole wheat bread? I mean, seriously. Seriously. It just almost doesn't get better than that, except for chocolate. But who would not like that? But let's say that a a neighbor that you might bring that loaf of bread to is gluten intolerant, or they're on a strict keto diet or something like that, and they're not going to eat your bread. Well, then what good is that service? You're not really serving something in a way that is useful. To be able to know if something is good or bad, has been very hard for me to know because I can serve with my head cut off and I would say that that is good. But I am not very useful to many people. It's not very good useful advice to me to just serve no matter what because it's good because then, like I said, I'm the one that ends up being in the pit with needing help to get out. So three parts of this knowing what is good from bad is first of all, like we said, is it useful? not is it good or bad does it help me does it help another person second of all what do i want to do me like i myself would love to go play the piano for an elderly person and make their day better and i would not like to go and clean somebody's toilet but I used to think that the best service would be my, my doing the thing that I thought was the least pleasing thing, because maybe someone else just absolutely hates it as much as I might. Okay, to- cleaning the toilet's not that bad. It really isn't, especially if you get on top of it and keep it clean from week to week, you're doing pretty good. Okay, toilet aside. The third way that we know if something is good is the spirit of Christ, like the scripture talks about that it is the spirit of Christ that is given to every woman that she may know good from evil. So does the spirit say to me, go over and bring bread to your neighbor? Or does the spirit say, why don't you go have a chat with them and just have a nice little talk and communicate and connect? And that's really what they need. So ultimately, the scripture also mentions to lay hold upon every good thing. And I had to ask myself, what does it mean to lay hold upon every good thing and to cleave unto every good thing? Well, as I thought about that, I thought, you know, I have even got to a point where I was serving people so much from my mind, not my heart, that it didn't even seem to count that I was serving. And so... If there was ever any kind of a countdown, do good kind of a thing, you know, do this good thing this day, like pay it forward, or the next day, go decorate someone's door to show them how much you appreciate them. Well, I would go through my day as I was trying to think of how I could fit in that service to someone else, and it was squished between other times of service that I didn't even realize were service that I was was already doing. And so to me, it didn't seem like the service I was already doing counted, which that can't be good either, that you don't even count the good that you're doing. So what does the spirit say to do? And if I back up and say, okay, do I really want to do this service? Is the spirit really telling me to do this service? The spirit would most likely say to me in my experience, don't worry about decorating someone's door with all the hearts to tell them how much you love them. But do leave a nice comment on Facebook about someone who is saying that they're struggling. And I love how the Spirit speaks to me like that so that I'm not feeling so overwhelmed and under-functioning that I'm not doing the kind of service that I think that I should. I realized another point too, and that was that I had stopped the definition of good by my obedience to God's commandments which didn't allow me the freedom of judging what was truth for me. So to clarify that, I was so busy being obedient that I didn't even know how to decipher goodness. In my thoughts, the obedience alone was goodness. And then serving with my head cut off kind of clouded my perception of what was true for me. It was an interesting thing for me to come to a realization that I had been so obedient that I really had lost the spirit of goodness by just following with my head cut off. I know that sounds kind of weird, but that's what I experienced. A lady that I highly respect, who is also a therapist, I guess I hobnob with a lot of therapists. Well, she says that, God tells us that obedience is the first law of heaven, and she believes that you can define that first law of heaven being obedience as like the lowest of the laws, like the first level of the law, and that once you are doing the going to church and saying your prayers and all the church answers, that is being obedient on the first level. And then you graduate up to the next levels until you really are being guided by your inner truth and your inner wisdom in connection with the spirit of Christ, doing those things which are really useful, which in the end builds everyone. It serves God first by loving him and loving other people. It serves yourself because you are doing what you really want to be doing And then it serves the other people who need it in the way that works for them. What I call this, this kind of serving in the spirit of Christ is what I call heck yes serving. This is the kind of serving where someone says, hey, do you mind coming and let's say uh, volunteering at my child's Christmas party? And there's a part of me that says that would be so fun. Heck yes, I am going to come do that. Now, if someone said to me, hey, what would you think about being on this committee that's going to take all of your Sunday nights for you to be on this committee? I would think, no, Sunday nights are my family time and I want to be true to that time. And so, no, that is not a heck yes. I am not going to do that. Whereas before I just did it because I thought that's what I had to do to serve. So that spirit of Christ is key in knowing what is a heck yes for you And when the Spirit confirms that to you, it's a wonderful feeling of being able to serve and know that everyone's being benefited, which is just very awesome, I would say. It continues in this scripture that by faith you can lay hold upon every good thing. So as I think about faith and hope, it helps me to see that in the things that I don't know really are going to happen, that goodness can be nurtured by faith in what you know can happen. And eventually that does become a perfect knowledge because you look backwards and say, Hey, I did some pretty good serving and I have faith continuing that what I continue to serve is going to be the best for me and for Christ and for the other person. So that's uh, pretty exciting to me. So then how does serving with your heart relate to your potential goddess? Well, let's look at the goddess after she has passed this earthly life. She's standing there, and I just see her. In all of her confidence, she knows who she is. She is serving as a natural extension of herself, all within her own power, both to be served and to serve, one continuous cycle of being. So you would think that maybe a goddess would have like the ministering angels working in her behalf and she just flicks her fingers and they just go do whatever it is that they do. But I think that she herself has embodied serving in a way that becomes part of her. It's an embodiment of her as the goddess that she gives and she receives. And it's not just a give take relationship kind of a thing. It's a just a natural extension of who she is to receive good and to give good. So can we do that here in this earth life? Well, why not? But I do have to say that the goddess has qualified for that ability to be able to have that give and take that cycles so perfectly. Whereas here on this earth, We do need to be careful with our resources and energies so that we don't run and become weary so that we can do the things that Heavenly Father would have us do because we are serving with our heart and our mind and with the Spirit of Christ to do those things that are useful that make it so that we are loving God, ourselves, and others. I hope you will join me in awakening one million potential goddesses to their divine destiny by sharing this podcast and information with others you think would benefit. And hey, go serve with your heart.